I know it's been difficult for you lately that you feel different from other kids. You are different. After your dad and I got married, we prayed for a baby for so long. This is your seven. That's right, your seven. This is your seven of movie mom. For 30 days, I'll watch 30 movies and do 30 podcasts. And this is day eight. a little different it's because I am a I don't have my usual recorder with me so I'm talking into my phone I'm at the park with my dog and I have a mask on um, so with those things but the mask may use they actually work as a way to uh, combat me pupping my peas so it might actually be a nice little muffler a little filter Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Movie Month. It is day eight of Movie Month, and yes, another day in the drama of bicycles. We'll get there. But first, I want to talk about today's movie, where I watched Brightburn. It is basically a horror superhero movie, okay? If, you know, if you're familiar with this, it, it was a small movie, Small budget, uh, didn't make a ton of money. I think it made its money back, you know, made, made a little bit of money. I think it was profitable. Um, directed by some fella that I think worked with James Gunn. 
I believe it was written by James Gunn's brothers and produced by James Gunn. So it's kind of like a Gunn family project. And listen, if you see the, the podcast logo or know me at all, you know that I'm a sucker for Superman. Yes, yes, superheroes are fine, yada, 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 yada. But specifically, the original, the big boy, the big blue Boy Scout, Superman himself, he's my favorite. And, uh, you know, that's the Superman is the story of a, a, man, of a boy who was sent to Earth from his crumbling, uh, dying planet. And he was sent away, and he was found by a couple on a farm who raised him as his own. And he had superpowers, and he had the um, upbringing that kind of taught him the lives and the morals of his life, and combined those together to become the uh, the original superhero, Mr. Superman. Now, I'm gonna this fellow walking by. I don't want to look like I'm podcast. Well, I'm talking. Well, I walking. Come on, pup. Hi. How you doing? So now, what if this boy was sent to Earth? He was brought in by a family of farmers. They raised him as his own. And it turns out he has superpowers. And he uses those superpowers for evil. Yes. This is basically a, a what-if superhero story that has no ties to DC Comics, no ties to Superman, but it is almost like a what-if version. What if, now it wasn't what if Superman was raised by bad people, because these weren't bad people. It's not like that uh, famous comic book Red Sun, where what if Superman landed in Soviet Russia. This is basically what if the alien race that sent Superman was evil, I think. Really? Really, really, that's what it was. Because you get this kid, we don't ever see him grow up to become a superhero, but we got this little kid who, you got this couple, Elizabeth Banks, and um, the guy who played Roy on The Office, they're farmers, they're trying to conceive a child, it's pretty basic, they're trying to conceive a child, and the next thing you know, some sort of meteor hits the ground, they, they, it kind of cuts to them raising this baby. Then it cuts to 10 years later. They got this kid who um, seems like a fairly normal kid. He's a little quiet, but um, they're in the small town of Brightburn, Kansas. Again, Kansas is where Smallville is located and is where, Super, well, the fictitious Smallville, and is where Superman was brought up. So again, an alien boy crashes into Kansas, but this alien boy, at a certain point, it seems to be triggered by his spaceship to A, realize he has powers, and B, uh, realize that he's put there for a purpose, and that's to rule the world, right? Now, what I didn't catch at first glance, but then I was kind of looking up a few things afterwards, earlier in the movie, he's talking about, he's in science class, and the teacher's like, What's the difference between wasps and bees? And um, he actually answers, you know, that they're both hive um, creatures, insects, whatever you want to call them, but where a bee has a group 
in a hive together, the wasp will send off one of the offspring to take over another hive, to take over and command another hive. And that's basically what happened here. That is basically a metaphor for the movie itself, which makes sense when I was walking by a few folks and I just, I don't want to look like I'm giving a speech, which is how I kind of talk when I podcast. Come on, pup, what are you doing? Oh, 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 something's there. Hi. So that little speech in the classroom is basically um, the plot of this movie. Because this kid, all of a sudden, he's in bed one day, and this red glow, because they kept the meteor, they kept the spaceship, it wasn't a meteor, they kept the little spaceship that he came from, just like Mom Pa Kent did. They kept it in the barn, just like Mom Pa Kent. And the spaceship reached out to the boy, just like in Superman, except in Superman, they re it reached out to him to kind of teach him the secrets of, of um, Krypton. And the blanket becomes his cape and all that stuff. In this, it reaches out to him and um, it, uh, it, it, like, he starts shaking, shaking, shaking. And then he goes over to the barn to see this, this spaceship. And that's him speaking in like weird language, you know, like Clark would be learning Krypton. And I forget exactly what it was, but it was like, take, conquer the world, take the planet, something like that. That's what it finally Im imbued in him. And then the kids just started getting weirder and weirder. Um, he's drawing these weird photos, these pictures, and he is, uh, he had this, they did show him with a blanket, like he had, he using it as a cape. And uh, he starts making this logo with these two Bs. You know, you think, oh, Brightburn. But his name was uh, Brandon Byers or something like that. Brendan Byers or whatever. Um, so that's, and again, that's another like, callback to classic superhero uh, alliteration. Even though Clark is with a C and Kent is with a K, you got Clark Kent, Peter Parker, um, Bruce Banner, uh, you got, you got a, there's a bunch of them. There you go, you know, even in Superman alone, Lois Lane, Lana Lang, Lex Luthor. Uh, yeah, so that's, of course, he's got the same thing, the alliteration in his name. And uh, it just kind of goes downhill from there. So he's in class one day, and um, he, uh, oh wait, what happened? He's in class one day, and, oh, he's in gym class, and the kids are playing like a trust game, like trust fall, and they let him fall. He falls, he hits his head, but he's fine. And then the little, this little girl is like, uh, I don't want to pick him up, he's a pervert. She's like, you pick him up. He grabs her hand and looks in her eye and breaks her hand, like really breaks her hand. And from there, um, the mother gets really angry at him. So, uh, but it's weird, like he starts, he starts kind of realizing he has these powers. He sticks his hand in the lawnmower after he throws his lawnmower across this, the yard. Um, and what the hell else happens? I watched it this morning. It was, look, I enjoyed the, the, the um, alliteration. No, no, I enjoyed the, the kind of callback to Superman stuff. The movie itself was okay. You know, it just kind of happened. Like, 
it just it seemed to rush through things like up oh, he's a superhero up oh, he's um no he's not a superhero up oh, he's from a, he's an alien from another planet um the spaceship calls out to him all of a sudden he starts doing this crazy stuff he breaks this girl's hand the mother doesn't want them seen anymore so he shows up at the uh at a the diner where the mother works and basically kills the mother but leaves his logo behind and then his um, aunt's husband, so his uncle, is mad at him one night. Oh, he, wait, here's what happens. So after he breaks the, the girl's hand, um, they're counselors. He needs to go see this, the teacher in the class. The uh, counselor at the school, it just happens to also be his aunt. So his aunt, um, he ends up visiting his aunt and being like, you know, uh, she's like, you can't really be here. He goes. I need to, you know, you're not going to tell anybody I was here, are you? And she's like, well, I have, I have to tell the police everything I hear. That would be a very bad idea for you. And then when the uncle gets home, he kills the uncle. I, look, I'm not going to go through the whole thing in this movie. This movie's 90 minutes long. He kills a few people. He kills them violently um, because they are, they are threatening to get him in trouble. If anybody seems to threaten him, they, they, um, they want to kill him. So then the dad is freaked out by this. He's thinking things, these things might be, you know, this might be related. Uh, and then the mother's like, how dare you? That's our son. He goes, he's not our son. He's, that thing came from another planet, and blah, blah, blah. He's not even from this world. And then he feels bad. He's like, I'm going to take him camping. And uh, so he takes the boy camping. Meanwhile, as I said, uh, the, the kid left his logo, his double B, behind at uh, the first murder scene and at the second murder scene because I guess he just who, oh oh that's a nest get out of there because why should he care he's got, he's so powerful he doesn't even care if someone knows who he is um, so at this point the um, this cop figures figures out something weird now what I don't understand is why this cop would think that the double B would be from this ten year old kid. So he goes to see the mother. He goes, have you ever seen this logo before? She's like, no, even though she had. And he's like, kind of looks like a double B, like a Brendan Byers. Like, why would the cop automatically suspect a ten the 10-year-old boy just because um, he broke a girl's wrist? I mean, that was dumb, I have to say. Uh, but the mother at this point is like, Oh my God, oh my God, it's him, it's him, it's him. So she lets the cop leave, calls the dad, doesn't get through with the dad. Meanwhile, the dad takes the kid camping and hunting, and when the kid's leaning over, he, he actually tries to shoot his son. He actually shoots his son right off the head. The bullet bounces off, and that was a bad thing. So the kid super, becomes a superhero, supers up, puts his mask on. He's been wearing, he wears his mask to kind of almost makes him look like a bug, because, you know, that wasp thing. And, um, then he uh, uses his laser vision, heat vision, just like Superman, and melts his dad's face, basically, kills his dad. And that is, um, so once that happens, the, the mother gets through, and she's like, she's like, it's him, it's him, it's him. And then he goes, Mom? Oh, no, where's Dad? Oh, he's gone. What do you mean? You know, he's, he's gone. So she comes home. Then, no, no, so all of a sudden the son comes home, but now she, really, she remembers before that when the kid was near the spaceship, the spaceship actually cut him. That's the first thing that she ever saw cut him or injure him. Just like in Superman, where 
the pieces of his original plan of Krypton actually affect Superman, the, so does this ship seem to affect uh, little Brandon. So she runs to the barn, sees the dead body of the mother that he killed before, trying to get uh, away while he's chasing her, takes this, um, rips his part off the um, spaceship, and she's going to stab him with it, and she's like hugs him. At the last minute, she's going to stab him with it, and then he catches her hand, and he's like, oh, and they look at each other for a glance, and then she flies straight, he flies straight up with her, with the mother, straight up, 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 and then he, oh wait, before that, the cops show back up, he kills both cops, so he kills his dad, kills both cops, flies straight up in the air with his mom, drops his mom, ah, we don't see her land, but obviously she's dead, and then while he's flying in the air, there's a space, there's a plane coming straight at him, and then it, it cuts away, and all we see is a news crew, and they're like, uh, you know, this on this farm, um, there was a plane crash, and there were no survivors, and even some some local residents were killed in the crash as well. So the two police officers, his mother and his father, could all be said to have died because of the plane crash, even though he killed them all, and then he also caused the plane crash. And they cut by the plane really quick, and they show the logo. He painted it in blood on the, on the plane, too. And then, as the movie kind of ends, he's eat, and then he just sits there on an ambulance eating a cookie like nothing is going on, like nothing, nothing happened, no big deal. So then he, uh, that's basically the end of the movie. It cuts to um, news reports of um, a building collapsing in Brightburn and uh, something else happening in Brightburn and then they just start calling the creature, the guy Blight, Brightburn probably because he's been doing his BB logo. So they start calling this villain Brightburn as he's doing all these terrible things and then they show a news clip of like an online YouTube guy like a, like a conspiracy theorist YouTuber um, played by, what's his name? I can't even think of his name. Uh, he's one of James Gunn's favorite actors is in Walking Dead. Um, he used him in his, his uh, Guardians of the Galaxy a couple times. Michael Rooker. Um, he's playing like a conspiracy guy, conspiracy guy on the uh, on YouTube. And he's um, saying, what is this thing? We, you know, we have to stop these things. That, are, that are, This Brightburn is real and we have to stop him before they take over the world. There's also reports of a half fish, half man capsizing a boat, which is like a play on um, a play on Aquaman, and a witch with a rope, I don't know, like some people were saying, is that a play on Wonder Woman? She's got her lasso of truth. And then they showed like, they didn't show it, but they didn't say anything, but then there's a little red, um, like a little red picture of a red superhero, um, and it's James Gunn's original movie called Power, one of his first movies, where Rain Wilson played a guy who had no superpowers, but tried to be a superhero anyway. And that, so they threw that character in there as well. Um, so I thought that was kind of a fun little nod to that. And just they showed news reports of all these disasters happening and him being there. So what I would have liked to have seen is what is the ultimate plan? Is the rest of his planet coming for him? Are there others? Like, is he there to conquer and then the others come in? That would have been cool to see. Um, you know, pretty basic, 90 minutes. Not, you know, uh, not a lot of, like, um, deep thought. It was all pretty much on the surface. But that, the thing about the wasps was kind of cool. Um, and just really anything that plays with the Superman mythos 
uh, I'm a sucker for. I've read countless uh, comic book versions of the Superman mythology where they tweak it a little. And they retell, I could I could read that over and over and over again. Uh, and this movie is another is a is like a bastardized version of that. So I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, that's it. Brightburn, man. Day eight. Hopefully I can clean up this audio so it doesn't sound very bad. So listen, I'm almost at my car. I just want to uh, thank you for sticking with us, listening, subscribing. On Twitter and Instagram, it's Geek Mentality. The website is fansonexperts.com. And on Facebook, it's fansonexperts as well. Um, and uh, oh yeah, I promised to talk about the bike thing. So, okay. As of yesterday, I went to pick up that bike and there was no bike to be picked up. I drove 40 minutes for nothing. So I come home. And then um, the next, uh, my wife starts going on Facebook Marketplace again, but, but a more localized one, one in, in where she works, in the town she works at, where she knows people. And she decides, um, A, I've got a list of bike, and B, I'm going to sell, I'm going to buy a bike. So as of last night, she uh, found a buyer for the bike that's too big for her. And then she found a new bike that we're going to buy. So after work today, we're going to drive together up to Hampstead, New Hampshire, and sell her new, her brand new bike, sell it in a parking garage, get most of our money back, then turn around and um, take some of that money and drive to Wigan, New Hampshire, to purchase a used bike from, a, from another fella. Uh, that's my tonight. Now, this bike looks a little smaller. It's more of a mountain bike. I think it'd be much better for her. Uh, as of right now, I pray that this is the end of my bike saga that has started since uh, really last Wednesday when I arrived, Thursday when I, or Friday when I put it together. I mean, it's been, it's been a wild ride, folks. But uh, that's it. I'm done talking about bikes. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, this was day eight, movie eight. Keep going on. Keep on keeping on. Until tomorrow, my friends, here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Because I'm kind of funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time. And I'm kind of handsome. My mom says, please listen and Please subscribe, at least listen to this episode. Fans not experts.